0: Welcome one and welcome all to River Do's and River Don'ts, the Riverdale Review podcast where we watch it episode by episode, we give you a recap, and then we explain to you our River Do, that is our favorite thing about the episode, our River Don't, our least favorite thing about the episode, and our Weekly Weird. That one thing, that little extra English that they put into the show, that makes us appreciate Riverdale. For What it truly is. I'm Quinn.
1: I'm Kat. And I'm Rob.
0: This week, we'll be discussing Chapter 30, The Noose Titans, directed (laughs) by Alexis Ostrander and written
1: by Britta London and Brian E. Patterson. And buckle the fuck up, kids, because this is the writing team that brought us The Lost Weekend. Oh,
2: wow
1: the worst these are episode. my least favorite right these are my least favorite writers oh. on riverdale and like spoiler alert they have improved as much as the rest of the show yes. has at this mm-hmm. point but there's still bad stuff in here and like this is the weakest like behind the curtain you guys we record in three episode batches at least presently in this three episode batch of which this is the second this is definitely the worst episode out of the three even though it's still a huge step up from what we've been dealing with Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Fair. Very fair.
1: So we open on Cheryl Blossom, captive at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, watching a 1950s nightmare PSA about how evil the gay is, which stars Kevin and Moose. We... I could have said that in a more efficient way verbally. We open on a fucking bad acid trip.
0: <laughs> like, and it's funny because the way that the thing is framed, like, oh, no, this is a horrible, like, propagandistic PSA, but Kevin and Moose, they're just about to start rawing it by the riverbank. <laughs> like, it is, it is a lot.
2: It's, I'm gonna say it's good. I'm glad that I they did it. this. Yeah. It, c- it starts yeah, with it, we'll, we'll, it involves I'm sure... such phrases as "want to go get phosphates with the girls."
1: Yep. And yes. it's like it's like they know that it's based on Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And we'll probably discuss in a lot of detail the depiction of this nightmarish torture factory, of which there are many real ones in the United States operating right yeah. now. But there is part of me that appreciates how ridiculous and self-parodying it is made because while it's a serious issue it is ridiculous it is a on its face nonsensical bafflingly stupid thing yeah and the show is clear that these people do not have any like justification or point to what they do and that it's fucking insane oh yeah um so there is a school hall meeting, town hall meeting style, because again we have to parallel everything that the kids are doing with everything that the adults are doing. And Jughead assures the student body, Sweet Pea in particular, that not treating the South Side kids like garbage is on their agenda. Good. So it turns out that Bughead Varchi and Red Josie, I guess, are the choices for this election. Alice is angry. That FP is letting Betty live in sin with Jughead, and we find out that FP doesn't let them sleep together, and instead, instead shares the pullout sofa with Jughead, and she sleeps in the He's bedroom. So
2: st- uh.
1: It's this is hysterical and strangely moralistic, but also it's adorable. It's so cute. It's very cute.
2: He's such a dad.
1: He is such a dad and fp basically tells alice listen don't fuck up your whole relationship with your daughter take it from me it sucks yeah and i i love this ship
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah you guys
1: he would be so good for her like f palace is just plowing full steam it's a good ship <laughs> oh my now, and i mean just much of her badness is Predicated on her repressing this side of herself that obviously is destined to be with FP. Yeah. It would be so immediately freeing for her.
2: It's made me realize that like Jellybean's mom must be the coolest person. Oh yeah. So I can't wait for this yeah. to pop off and then Jellybean's mom come back.
1: Oh my god, that's what's going to happen. Yep. Cat. Yep. It's going to be good. How dare. Well, it's Riverdale. <laughs> It's going to be so good. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. Yeah, just go ahead. We'll just put that one up on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're right. That's what's going to happen. Um, the Andrews' and Lodges butt heads over the election and the contract release and an NDA and Varchi is sitting there trying to keep the peace as a ship and like, that's not going to work, you guys. Not going to work. And then we get some mob-ass dudes ambushing Hiram at the Pembroke, wanting to discuss some business, You guys. Yep. Yeesh. Cue the fucking mandolin. Mary wants Archie to stand with Fred for his candidacy announcement. Which he'd have said no to before this whole peacekeeping bug bit him w- with along with Veronica and the sudden standing up to Hiram a little tiny tiny bit last episode. It felt a little forced last episode, but it, again, it's functional. It sets this up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, elegance is not the name of the game in the Riverdale writers room, oh, no. but we 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 move the ball down the mm-hmm. field. Chick, Alice, and basically just everybody in the cast watch the news report. That shows that Shady Man's car has been found. Plotline is opening up, hey. Uh oh, uh oh. Bughead and F. Palace discuss what they're in for and what to expect as Sheriff Keller ominously orders food in the background. <laughs> yep, I liked that. Kids. Alice wants Betty
0: to come home. Go ahead. Yep. Oh no, like kids. Whatever you do, don't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alice wants Betty to come home and live at home again, so as not to be. Quote, nesting with serpents when and if the heat comes down. And Betty, just ultimatum, sir. Just power move. No, it's me or chick. That's still the situation. If you want to keep me safe, you have to fucking keep me safe. And I liked that. Mm -hmm. So these mob caricatures do not like Hermione running for mayor and all the attention it's likely to call down. And Hiram intends on trying to smooth it over. And Archie volunteers to be present at the meeting because Archie loves being a gangster. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Let me go to the crime meeting, mister. God damn it,
2: Archie. <laughs> Why? And
1: Hiram's like, because he's bad. Archie is
0: not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> and Hiram's like, well, well, I don't know. I could well, always be okay, a strong
1: teen boy. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like the only thing we haven't considered is what if the amount of time that Jingle Jangle stays in your system is roughly a semester? <laughs> <laughs> and Archie, he's still like this because remember we we started i mean he has acted as though he has never not been fully erect for the entire like but yes uh for the listeners i just st- mimicked reggie's reggie's erect hand gesture
0: and gesture
1: <laughs> i mean we started this slide into him being a piece of garbage with him taking drugs all the time to stay awake and alert but then it just didn't stop. Like, he stopped taking the drugs, but he just kept becoming worse well, and worse. Which he offers to do again
0: here in this episode, I believe.
1: Wow. Wow. So the serpents are not happy with Jughead running for student body president. Man, like, it sure seems like we're doing parallels, <laughs> Yeah. you guys? Uh, they don't trust Betty because Alice bailed on the serpents a long time back and, like, has made a career out of shitting on the south side in the paper, which is a fair point.
0: And mm, that... There's some choice lines in this episode, and in this particular scene, I think it's Sweet Pea says in regard to Betty, quote, she's an enemy of the serpent state.
2: Yes, he does. (laughs) It killed me.
0: It fucked (sighs) me up. (laughs) The serpent state? Why did he say that? (laughs) Because Uh... enemy of the state's a thing. Oh, so we had to make it snaky. <laughs> I have nothing I to add. I hate these kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's also just Ugh. really, no part of this needed to be a conflict. It hasn't been a conflict yet. Like, nothing about this. This is just so forced. Because it ends with Sweepy being like, you're running with the turncoat's daughter. You're not getting the serpent vote. Which means, <laughs>
1: But it's fine that she fixed up our car for the drag race a while <laughs> yeah, ago.
0: We even let her do problem. the serpent dance.
1: <laughs> remember Mad World?
2: <laughs> okay, writers, this is fine.
1: I mean, yeah, this is this is something you sign up for with her. Let's manufacture conflict. <laughs> well, I mean, let's not remember what happened before that too. Like, I swear to God, Vince McMahon is in the writers' room for this show. <sighs> Anyway, Reggie and Archie literally, literally arm wrestle for the Bulldogs' votes in the student president election thing. And Archie oh, yeah. wins Archie wins when Reggie insults Fred's uh, candidacy, and that gives Archie super strength. And I just need to point out that Reggie's shtick now is dissing people's dads <laughs> and giving them brief bursts of superpowers. <laughs> it's true. Also... <laughs> The
0: electoral politics that we're seeing sort of, like, unfold here, like, (laughs) I can It gets worse. But I can see the shape of some sort of game existing in the context of, like, this vote exchange. It seems very, very gamest to me.
2: There was a- It's fucking There was a line in here that, that, uh, I'm not gonna say I had a lot of faith in the writers, but- it dropped my confidence.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, this is this, this is from the fine folks who brought you the lost weekend. So,
2: so uh, it might just be that the serpents have moved up into Riverdale, so they're around, and snake metaphors are rampant, but one of the kids <laughs> said, Bulldogs who, like wolves, support the alpha...
1: Do you think that they're feeling insecure and that they feel like they need to up their animal <laughs> to, metaphor game? need
0: to get in on that. Bulldogs? <laughs> who? Like wolves?
2: You, uh, you can't
0: double them up like that. <laughs> Quinn, you can. I mean, you can
1: they and you did. will. Yeah, they,
0: they certainly did.
1: What are you going to do, Quinn? You're just sitting down at home watching. You seem to hate the system, and
0: yet I see you're participating in it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Fuck. Yep. Yep. That. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Tony tells Josie and Veronica about Cheryl's disappearance and this weird bullshit that Penelope's been talking. And they're on the case. Uh, And I was, for a moment, quite glad that they weren't doing the, like, oh, it's probably fine, false conflict thing. They were just like, oh, yeah, that is fucking weird. We're going to look into Mm -hmm. that, Uh, like, right away. And I like the way that Tony
0: immediately breaks down any sort of question that things might be fine by saying, if Cheryl was in the Swiss Alps, she'd be posting parka
1: selfies every hour. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's good. They know her. So at uh vaguely catholic torture prison the nun suggests that nana rose mixing up jason and cheryl as little babies and dressing them in each other's clothes is the root of her problem and that and cheryl is basically like how about the fire hose of abuse that's been directed at me for basically ever uh which i love that she's just like what bullshit yes uh the nun gives like the barest amount of lip service to the actual problems in cheryl's life of which there are many and it seems rather likely that cheryl's going to be punished for her impudence Mm -hmm. in in this situation it's very it's very uncomfortable but cheryl is still very cheryl even in her uh in in her diminished state those mob dudes at this restaurant, <laughs> with this music, like smash cut away from this scene,
0: and basically you get like, ba ba da 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 da
1: da, yeah. That's
2: all they know it, how to do, you guys.
1: It is, it is some caricature music with those gingham tablecloths and little red candles. <laughs>
0: like it felt like at any moment a waiter was going to come up with a thick mustache and say, here's a, you spicy meatballs.
1: <laughs> and it's not they want good. No, it's not. You know what else isn't good, Quinn, is they want 25% of the profits off of the prison in exchange for all the unpleasant exposure. And Hiram can't afford that. Like, that's outside of his... Pro- like, believe it or not, he's ma- not making a 25% profit margin. <laughs> And they get a little freddy, and Archie tries to be the big man, and they fucking laugh at his face. It was so good.
0: <laughs> Where he's like, oh no, I've killed people, and I'll kill again.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and they, like, they take a beat, ah! and then they shit themselves. Yep. <laughs> Just laugh themselves half to death. And outside afterwards, Hiram suggests that Archie needs to be ready to back up that kind of warning says shot. says you were a mad dog uh, and, in there. Do you get that? Yep and he's like he's talking like he's disapproving but like he's clearly also kind of amused and maybe a little proud yeah. yep archie's bad dad
2: yeah it sucks it's embarrassing it's embarrassing yeah
1: it's it is it is just for everyone involved please elevate yourself out of this mock um betty despairs of the serpent's disapproval and literally calls shady man by his name shady man
0: yeah Um, in
1: discussing this car situation
0: before they get to that they sort of like wrap up some of that like the serpent politics that like ended the last scene with jughead and jughead tells betty your mother is serpent enemy number one
2: (laughs) (sighs) i fucking love them guys
1: yeah it's a lot it feels like they're
2: kind of like it's it's back though you know, it's, oh,
1: it's yeah, back. like they're they they are definitely ascending.
0: Yes. now and the shady man thing is very much in that same vein. where like this time they don't want you to to not catch the fact that for all intents and purposes this man's name is Shady Man. Yeah, because they say it like five
1: times.
2: <laughs> it's like almost a jingle jangle situation.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jughead makes the uniquely self-aware of this television program suggestion that in order to act normal, what they need to do is act like suicidally reckless teen detectives. Yep. I fucking love it. It's very good. Uh, We cut to Pops, where they are talking to Kevin about an article they want to write about illegal dumping going on in the swamp. You know, just the stuff that teenagers care about.
2: God damn it, you guys. And
1: Kevin reveals that a Riverdale citizen has already claimed... The car that's been brought up. Bum bum, bum. The m- murder crew, that is Bughead and F Palace, try to figure out their next move, given it was probably the shady man's girlfriend's car. And Alice demands that, again, Betty, come home. And this time Chick offers to move out, which seemed out of left field to me. Like, we've not really been given any reason to, to feel that he's ever going to be nice to her, but... I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly nice move by Chick, but Alice is done with ultimatums, and she's basically like, "No, no, no, I can out ultimatum all of you." Uh, we then cut to Catholic torture prison where Cheryl is like <laughs> stacking sacks of grain in a basement. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> my note for this scene is just fuck these nuns.
1: Yeah, and it seems like
0: gaslighting is
1: part yeah, of the therapy. as the is nun, definitely uh, part of it. <laughs> Uh Claims that she stacked them in the wrong corner and needs to learn to listen better, or she'll never, like, be cured. Woof. Josie, Veronica, and Tony confront Penelope about where the fuck Cheryl is, threatening to involve the sheriff's office, if need be. And Penelope shows the creepy drawings of Josie that Cheryl did, threatening to share that lovely information with the whole town, and Josie's basically like, okay, I'm out. In this scene...
0: Penelope Blossom cracks open a walnut of utter madness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, she rips the hinges off Pandora's box. Because... Let's talk about this for a second. There's
0: so many implications to the
1: reintegration of these sketches.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there really is. Because
1: this sketch happened, and because we textually acknowledge the pig's heart thing, you guys... Tales from the Dark Side actually happened. It's real.
2: I was pretty sure it always happened.
1: I'm just that means that there is an Eldritch (laughs) Death Cult after Jughead right now, because he,
2: like larpers, has
1: not. (laughs) He has not fulfilled the obligation that was agreed to in that episode. And we need to contend with the fact that there is a fucking clockwork flesh golem hunting Jughead down as we or speak. Or
2: just, like, people who understand, like, how to hand signal when they're uncomfortable in a LARP scene. Yeah. One of the two, Rob. One of okay. the
1: two. Yeah, it's one of those. And it's just... Bloody, so, deer bloody, ghost, bloody ghost deer are real. Bloody ghost
0: deer are real. As is the eucalyptus steam room at Riverdale yes. High. Yep.
2: Uh huh.
0: As
1: is Kevin's board game. <laughs> yes. As is the kingdom of Theodore. <laughs> the kingdom of Theodore. <laughs> this scene broke me.
2: It started strong. It started with uh, Penelope saying, "Honestly, I'm not in the habit of explaining myself to schoolgirls," which was a pretty good, which was a pretty good start. And it, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was on brand.
2: Uh. And then it, like, got macabre.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had to assume that the Halloween episode was a Bizarro World episode to, like, make sense of a goddamn thing after it. And, like, no. It really happened. I did not give Riverdale enough credit for being as Riverdale as it is. Yep. (laughs) I can't believe it. I'm still just like, what the fuck? But we must go forward lest this gyre of insanity suck us in poor, uh, permanently. Poor Josie. Yeah. She's very yeah, understandably awful. terrified.
2: Yeah, this this friggin' sucks. Poor random pig. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, poor random pig. <laughs> oh, Cheryl. Cheryl, come on. Uh...
1: Anyway... Betty wants Alice's consent for a fucking serpent tattoo yep and before we can resolve that argument Chick shows up basically like oops guys I accidentally are murder victim's girlfriend
0: looks like we're gonna have to deal with this (laughs) with no explanation it's almost
1: like I I half expect like a studio audience laugh track and like a trombone Mm -hmm. (laughs) like god damn it Jughead is helping out with fred's announcement speech which archie seems not thrilled with uh but it's really framed like these are good people
0: yeah look at how far archie has
1: fallen where jughead now is the is the golden boy yeah it's pretty bad darla the girlfriend of shady man ex shady man says that she doesn't really care about what happened to Dwayne, turns out his name was, especially if she gets back the $10,000 that he definitely for sure really owed her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's very clear that she knows what happened. Like, she pretty much understands that he came to a bad end involving these people and that they're very nervous. And she's not really bothered about camping out at the Cooper place until somebody brings her her money once the bank opens and not the Swiss bank like the real bank. <laughs> yes. So that's going to be a fucking problem.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, but when you said it like that, Rob, I'm now forced to contend with the idea that when Hiram Lodge said the Swiss banks are about to close, it wasn't just a poor excuse, but it's like him saying, like, I need to go powder my nose or I need to talk to a man oh, about no, a horse. I,
1: I, I, I assumed that Hiram just really needed to poop. <laughs> No. Wait, we weren't all thinking the same no. thing?
0: No. This is just this a new layer of meaning has just been introduced into my life. Oh
1: Man, no. Man, I've been working on this call with the Swiss bank since lunch. <laughs> this is bad. It's going to be a long call. Oh no. This is his afternoon meeting. <laughs> God, God damn it. it Rob. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Varchi discussed the rift that's opening up between Archie and Fred, and they walk in on Andre getting assaulted by a hooded dude with a hammer. Yeesh. Which which he drops for no reason, by the way. It's very hard to run while holding a hammer. Mm -hmm. They're so heavy. They are. And it turns out that this dude is Agent Adams. Yep. Who wants Hiram to take the deal from Kowalski and Martin. Like, they... He's turned. He's turned to Adams. Ally with these other monsters. You
2: double-crossing piece of shit. Why, would Adams? You I this? love you like a brother.
1: <laughs> I kind of like that they brought him back for a second.
2: It's so funny that it's this.
1: Yeah, it's a reminder of <laughs> worst times in the show. Um, Hiram says that it's time to batten down the hatches, go to the mattresses, as it were, and admits that he has no long-term plan. For dealing with his ex-associates. Well, he sounds scared, uh, too. Which, Making shit up as I go along, like, dude. he must be shook, because this is nothing he would ever admit in front of people, but, like, he's just like, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. <laughs> um, I can't believe
0: <laughs> that Adams was a turncoat.
1: Hmm. <sighs> yeah. Hmm.
0: I thought Penelope, that I had surrounded myself with such trustworthy people.
1: With just the best people. Penelope leaves Nana Rose to rot in front of the TV. Oh yeah, she turns on and, that Bob Ross. And Nana literally attempts to crawl uh to a phone.
2: All caps go Nana Rose.
1: Mm-hmm. I I hate to be that guy, but her character has been completely retconned. Like She has told Penelope that she should have drowned her babies a few episodes ago.
2: In our first you should have drowned them like kittens
1: and now she's like i will sacrifice my life to save my granddaughter
2: and our first thing with her she's hanging out with cheryl though
1: yeah i mean it may be more that her creepy line about drowning the babies was out of character Mm -hmm. but like if we accept it this is totally different than that so like something's hinky sure 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 so there's that but go nana go indeed tony gets called to the principal's office for an urgent phone call which turns out to be from nana rose who says cheryl is nearby with the sisters cut phone line's gone and claudius has cut the phone line quite dramatically apparently with a knife like not just pull it because it's all like fucked afraid, up at the yeah. end but you know maximum drama i guess betty is at the bank receives a phone call from Alice who warns her that the pimp from the hostel who is like teamed up with Darla is now also at their house and that Betty just shouldn't come home. Mm-hmm. It's quite a tense situation. Yeah. At Vixen's practice, Veronica and Tony discuss the phone call and Kevin turns out to know about the secret Prohibition bootlegging tunnel under the Sisters of Quiet Mercy mm-hmm. who apparently secretly fucking bootlegged during Prohibition. Yeah, so and-
0: you say secret sisters of quiet mercy prohibition tunnel i say secret gay hookup tunnel
1: yeah it was it turned out to be i'm trying to think of a good way to put this a sensitive way to put this uh but it was a uh underground sausage smuggling route back in the day when guys were stuck in the conversion therapy that they were doing secretly and they apparently found this back way out and uh went into the woods those same fun woods that kevin likes yeah and by the end of this scene we are legitimately planning a clandestine operation like infiltrating this place
0: i love this shit it is good like (laughs) wait till we get to the costumes
1: uh yes it's become at the cooper household a full-on home invasion but turns out betty has called the serpents who come bearing knives right it's great because she
0: comes in alone She's like, I have your money. And they're like, oh, well, we guess we'll just stay here. And she's like, are you sure? They're like, what are you going to do? And then the the serpents just kick down the door and they're like, we've got a hundred knives. Are
1: you? Is anyone else slightly proud of the restraint in that we didn't get a you and what army line in this?
2: (laughs) I guess at least. I guess at least it's not that. That's a good point.
1: Like, I mean, impressed maybe not, is maybe isn't the right word, but, like, surprised? I was, I was
2: impressed by one thing. So the serpents bust down the door, like, kick it off the hinges, and then somebody said, sorry about your door, Mrs. Cooper.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, that's that's in my notes. Drughead apologizes for having to break down yeah, the door. It was, this and is uh, good milk. <laughs> they, they actually let Darla still have the money, which is an interesting choice. Maybe they just like think that that makes it higher odds of her not coming back and bothering them. I don't know. But she still takes the money. Alice tells Chick that he does need to leave the house because apparently this was one too many risking the lives of the whole family. This one was a little more real and hard to ignore than just having clients in the house like at all hours not knowing what's going on and who they are. Whereas his behavior before has been very unsafe, like this was like we almost got murdered. So, Archie escorts Veronica home, and Hiram looks ready to take the deal with his ex associates. He like, he's at his wits end, but Archie, 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 Archie has a plan. The man with the plan,
0: Andrews, has a suggestion.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> You guys,
0: yikes. This is going to go well, says savvy businessman Hiram Lodge.
1: The funny thing is, Archie's plan is exactly the only plan that Archie would ever have. But we'll <laughs> get there. Um, Fred is bummed out that Archie fucking stands him up for the candidacy announcement like he fucking said he wouldn't do. Archie, you nasty worm. I'm so worm. mad. I'm so mad. Instead, Archie is bartering the Bulldogs' arm wrestling gained votes for student body president in exchange for Reggie helping him stand up to the fucking mafia? What is happening? (laughs)
0: Riverdale! It's so much. There's so many layers to what's happening here.
1: (laughs) I hate this so much.
2: It's It's equivalent.
1: Yeah. those things it. are equivalent so at the Pembroke we see Veronica dressed very very boob windowly for a clandestine operation but whatever
2: it's... look so you gotta feel cool
1: yes it was like she, she and Tony have
0: great 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 espionage outfits my <laughs> my notes say Tony and Veronica in colon sexy espionage yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, come on, McQuinn, sexpionage. I thought about making that pun, but it just says sexy espionage. It's terrible. Um, But this is good, Riverdale, terrible. The tunnel that they discussed seems pretty conspicuous for a bootlegging thing. There's just a fucking bunker at the end of it, but there are some roots on the side so you can't see it, I guess. Um, Even though it's lit. <laughs> but <laughs> Whatever, uh, whatever. The, yeah, we have a lot in this breaking in scene of like some synth wave and dream wave sounding music that like every every time every time riverdale does this i'm so happy like that's just that's some rob catnip i mean because they're not gonna put sludge or like black metal in this show (laughs) and so whenever i get synth wave i'm like it's almost as good yeah (laughs) Definitely, it, it felt like, it's definitely on on Rob Brand, and I was I'm just happy every time. It was good. I I really
0: actually liked that use of the soundtrack.
1: So, Tony breaks into movie night, which is suspiciously unattended, but whatever. And we get the highly symbolic Cheryl and Tony finally kissing. In the conversion therapy facility, illuminated by the projector playing anti-gay propaganda, in front of the crowd of of uh, victims, it's so cute, and it's pretty great. It's yeah. like, My notes say, mm-hmm. "Oh, go ahead."
2: Oh, it's the line's very cute too. That's it's. Uh, Tony says, "Cheryl, are you are you in here?" Cheryl, are you in here? We came to rescue you, and Cheryl's crying. She's like, "You did," and then they kiss, and it's so cute.
0: Yes. My, my notes say, Tony finds her, switch to all caps, my gay heart with three exclamation points,
1: <laughs> a kiss. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was, it good. was, it it was, was really good. good. It was a good victory moment. That's like.
1: It was very heartwarming. And then the very next beat of this thing made me laugh <laughs> until I almost <laughs> peed my pants. <laughs> there were a bunch of nuns coming. We have to go. <laughs> the nuns? Converge on our heroes precisely like zombies or some other -um spookums would in a horror film. (laughs) And they literally crowbar the bunker door shut (laughs) behind them, and the door is like being punched and rattled at, like the hordes of the slavering undead are just behind it. In a
0: Resident Evil game. I was
1: crying fat, (laughs) salty tears of mirth. So fucking funny, and just the it was the stupidest thing I've seen in my life, and it was so good. The line that
0: kicks it off is: "There's a bunch of nuns coming. We have to go."
2: I am I'm, I'm sad we didn't get, like, what it had to be for Veronica to get that dearth of nuns to follow her. What, like, tunnel sequence of gathering yeah. nuns?
0: What? Scooby-Doo. Wait, you're, you're suggesting
1: that, that the thing we didn't see when the camera cut <laughs> Was was Veronica aggro-training the zombie nuns? Yeah,
0: so it's like, it's like when you're going <laughs> through a dungeon and you open every door, but you're not ready to fight the yes, combatants. Yes, exactly! And so you just keep opening them and running, and you're like, oh god, I need to rest, oh god!
1: She- uh, And so there's a hundred nuns! Veronica, Le- Veronica fucking Leroy Jenkins is these nuns. Oh, fuck! Uh, they had a thirty-three point three repeating, of course, percent chance of survival, but they made it, you guys. Mm. I'm oh, dead. That
0: I think might be <laughs> my favorite <laughs> absurd sequence. It was really enjoyable.
1: Like they were the lighting and makeup on the nuns made them look like their <laughs> eyes were just black pits. Yes, it was so. It was so. It good. was so fucking stupid. Okay, okay, (laughs) keep it together. Kowalski and Martin are told to check their car outside the stereotypical Italian restaurant, which fucking explodes. Yeah. And the dark circle tells them to not fuck with Riverdale. (laughs) It's obviously Archie and the, like, Muscle Boys. And I'm sorry. It's the red circle, but now it's the dark circle. And, like, look, show, look, I don't care how good the visual reference that Archie has become the thing he hates with the black hood thing is, this is dumb.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you were to tell me that the black circle recruiting tape was anything but the red circle recruitment tape, <laughs> except this time they're all wearing leather harnesses, <laughs> you could not convince me that that was the truth.
2: It's not very good.
0: I Listener, hate Listener, it's this. not very good. It's
1: very bad actually <laughs> <sighs> so you know big swing to like things that make more sense mary is disappointed in archie not only for standing up his dad at that super important family thing but also for just being unrecognizable to the person he was not that long <laughs> yeah. ago thank you mary you're right <laughs> once again this, like
2: 15 year old boy <laughs> Uh, cause they, they are very young. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a shit show right now.
1: Yeah. And his mom knows it and isn't afraid to let him know that she knows it. Like, it's not just that you failed your father today, son. It's that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Alice thanks the serpents for helping her and says she is done bashing the South side. And it looks like F. Alice is kicking into a higher gear. Oh Yeah. Um, so, two notes.
0: Alice thinks the Serpents, Ellipsis, at school? Like, that just seemed like a very weird place for her to go and attend the Swords and Serpents Club.
1: Uh,
2: Where they're not playing d d Well... Um.
1: Right. Yeah. No. Um. Now, given what happens in the next episode, I almost feel like we're unintentionally setting groundwork for how her feelings for FP are drawing her to want to relive her high school years. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh. But then, because she does, uh, as we yep. will see.
0: And then my next note is just Alice and FP fucking.
2: Yeah. That's,
1: yep. That's what's happening. There you go. Yep. They're gonna go break the bed. She um,
2: also gets like dressed up to do it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: Alice's turns snake out Hiram. blouse was my okay. note.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, snake boy. Blouse. Hiram turns out to have bought Archie a, to my taste, incredibly sexy car and warns that their enemies are going to return and that this was a temporary solution. And Cheryl suggests, now that she has escaped, that she is hard at work plotting revenge. God. Her line
0: is chef kiss if revenge is a dish best served cold my mother and uncle claudius best be ready for a polar vortex (laughs) cheryl
1: and in this bizarre join us next week thing that happens next she says she corners kevin rather predatorily and says I am aware of the fact that you were about to direct a production of Carrie the Musical, and don't bother casting anyone else as Carrie or even trying, because I am the school's Carrie White, and this school is gonna burn. She has
2: angry Tears. <laughs> which,
1: which she says to the camera with murder I face. I
2: fucking love her. My notes are Angry Tears. I love her. Cheryl, yes! Like
1: Yeah. Yes, those are good notes. Yes. God you ready for this? I believe, Quinn, that you're up first with Riverdews. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, my friend, if you think it's anything other than that breakout sequence, you're dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's, i don't know what else to say <laughs> i mean it had a great soundtrack and then it went from like super heartwarming to like maybe the stupidest thing that they've put in the show yeah it was it was just a roller it covered coaster all the bases it was like a park it was
2: so good
0: like the costuming on every level yes like the sexy espionage
1: outfits the nuns <laughs> <all of laughs>
0: oh my god
1: they worked so hard making them look Completely monstrous. <laughs> I just like can't stop thinking. Were they gurgling black fluid out of their mouths? I don't remember. But it wouldn't have surprised I'm just me.
2: Remembering Veronica like running up to them, being like, "Guys, we have to go to the nuns." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: There's a bunch of nuns coming. We oh have to go. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it so much.
2: Uh I honestly there's a bunch of other good stuff that happened like I'm really happy about Ava's banging you know like I yeah. am, really I truly yeah. am but I'm also I'm just on this this escape sequence because like that the kiss was so sweet like
0: it was so good And, like it
2: was a traditional I'm rescuing you thing it was so fucking cute I was just like oh this is good this feels really yeah. nice and happy. It's,
1: and it's very good. And
2: then it turned good. into like a Scooby-Doo dumb shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> Veronica
1: just no, made it. Made it, was,
2: it... <laughs> the it threat. Was, it was
1: tectonic.
2: <laughs> it was, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: Amazing sequence. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. not my River. Cool, dew. What's yours? That's a runner-up, Riverdue. My Riverdue is the very, very last scene.
2: Oh, cool. That's a great one.
1: Well, it's actually a thread that runs through the whole episode, I should say. That's the culmination. But, like, Cheryl's refusal to accept the bullshit and the propaganda and her defiance at conversion therapy, both of, like, the program and of the gaslighting. So just her whole defiance and, like, insistence upon herself in that. And then once she's out of that situation... She is at eleven on the Cheryl Bombshell scale immediately yes. upon returning to school, and that just made me so goddamn happy. That that's my Riverdue. Yeah, good. Good, um, good. good. again, she's she's my favorite character out of the kids. Oh, like yeah. The the my other two favorite characters are the good dads because that's my, like a critical fucking weakness of mine. Um, mm-hmm. like if you if you want to make me cry just like do like a good dad beat or a redemptive bad dad beat and i will be murdered oh yeah like just i don't for the think next i've episode, ever i don't Rob. i don't think i've ever actually seen per se the last couple scenes in guardians of the galaxy volume 2 because i have been blinded by tears uh-huh.
0: yeah same um so river don'ts uh so there's like the the conversion therapy thing sort of underlying it it's just like emotionally a lot like it did not feel good to see Cheryl like tucked in a corner and just weeping profuse tears yeah. every scene yeah Um, and then also running through this episode is a theme that we've touched on before um, and it just really comes to a head here and that's that Hiram Lodge is
1: unbelievably incompetent as a criminal <laughs> <Yes>. mastermind, <laughs> he's a criminal who can only be a, called a mastermind in Riverdale. Yes, you know, in the jurisdiction of Sheriff Fucking Keller. Yes. So that's
0: actually my River. Don't is just like Hiram Lodge. How did you not have a plan? How yeah. are you this? Bad? I mean,
1: yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like it's very uncomfortable the conversion stuff. But like, I also like that they showed her, despite being defiant, being very worn down because. Depicting that as a minor inconvenience would have been far, far worse. Oh, I
0: agree. I agree. Like, it was emotionally uh, it's a, it is a nightmare. uncomfortable, but I don't think that they, like, you know, were providing positive PR for conversion therapy.
1: Yeah, well, and they weren't, like, excusing it. They were like, oh, those goofy Catholics and Christians and stuff. They were like, no, these people are literal monsters, yeah. which we're going to show both by their behavior and by the most, like, graceless visuals ever. Yeah.
2: Um mine has to do with I uh, I don't like the dark circle but <sighs> what I what I don't like about it isn't just it happening it ha- it's it's a more of a through line from from the red circle to begin with I don't like how easily Archie's just like okay young men <laughs> I'm going to militarize you for for any purpose now Cat, yeah.
1: get out of it's my so, head!
2: <laughs> why do you keep letting this happen, Joe? It's it's so uncomfortable. It's
0: really, really bad. I fucking RG's hate it. Fascism is
1: like gross.
0: It's bad.
1: And and Hiram's willingness to be like, yes, I will employ child soldiers in my gang war. Like, not Whoa. only is that horrifying. It's such a bad plan. But it is. It's a
2: bad plan. It's, like,
0: also? It's a bad
1: evil like, plan. Like, I'm, 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 I'm fine can tell. with him
2: doing that because he's evil, but, like, it's a bad plan, you know, that goes it, into Quinn's Riverdome with He's bad work. at planning. He's
1: really... And right. Like, no, like, we we definitely, again, have very related <laughs> Riverdomes. It's also... Because my Riverdome, yeah, it's, it's, it's the decision to use child soldiers. It's the ease with which they were, again, turned into, like, a terrorist cell. Like, just that whole thing like yeah same thing and Ugh. i i it is genuinely disturbing to
0: me that that is not like the 10th or even the 5th idea that hiram lodge like comes to
1: no it's right there it's, it's like
0: just like right at the front of his mind he's thinking about like how can i weaponize these teens
1: cuz those are the only people he can manipulate he's the mob boss version he is... of that guy in his late 30s others... no, who asks the college kids where the, the cool other parties are Literally, we're like, you
2: don't go after kids You know, like...
0: No, and... He's very much my own fucking father.
1: Like, that is the type of shit he would get up to.
2: Uh, It's bad.
1: I can only feel powerful around children. Because I suck at what I do. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so fuck him
0: and then fuck Archie for buying into his disgusting brand of fascist bullshit.
1: Well, and and like, fuck the... Popular clique of Riverdale athletes for just being ready to do that oh, yeah. anytime someone like, asks them.
0: Fuck Reggie for accepting votes in exchange for doing that, and then fuck everyone for following Reggie's lead. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. What's your <laughs> weekly, weekly weirdness, though, Quinn? Weird.
0: Uh, I I really could not get over the music in the Italian restaurant scene, <laughs> <laughs> it was so jarring. It made it so hard to concentrate on like the attempt at seriousness that they were conveying. It was fucking unrestrained. I'm just hearing pizza party pizza in my mouth. It, it, It was It was very bad. It was it was so confusing. That's very
2: fair. Gosh. They I at many points throughout them handling the So... Hiram's a mobster, and we can say it. Thing like, I wish they'd done research. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Yeah. Just a
0: a skosh. Like It's just, it's embarrassing. It is. It's genuinely embarrassing. Yeah. It's like they have only. Seen their only familiarity with the mafia is comedic interpretations <laughs> of mob—it's yeah, like fiction it's work,
1: quite inept. Mm,
2: it's not good. Um, so mine is uh, a little thing that that I mentioned, uh, but it, it it stuck with me a long time. Um, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Uh, it's when those serpents kicked down the door to the (laughs) Coopers and then apologized for it. Because, like, I feel like, based on all those things, you don't want to ruin sets. So, there's a good chance that that was accidental. You know? that Someone just like...
0: (laughs) Oh, beans.
2: You know, that they got really excited about, or like that Betty had left the door closed and she wasn't supposed to or something yeah. happened.
0: Oh man, and I locked they... it. I I I was supposed to leave it unlocked, but I'm so used to just locking it every
1: time we come in and out. And I have an alternative take, cat, yeah. which is that think about this production. <laughs> Do you think that they're not willing to spend some money for a tiny bit of added superficial drama? I suppose that's
2: true. Maybe they have a breaking Riverdale doors has budget. all
1: the money by by season two. They have all the money.
2: I hope so. They. But-
1: they went so far up in ratings. Oh yeah, yeah. Like,
2: we're not back in like the. This land. is a
1: ridiculously popular. We're show. not back
2: in the land of the embarrassing guitar from season
1: one. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's. I don't know if that if you guys talked about that, but that guitar took me right I out.
1: I don't think we did discuss the embarrassing oh, guitar. Okay.
2: The guitar that they're like, this is a good guitar, is not a good guitar, <laughs> and it's just like, please stop. Right. Please stop talking about what it. What is it?
0: Like a tailor? Uh,
2: no, it's like, I think it's a Gibson, but it's like not, it's not, it's, yeah, you can like, get it
0: for very little money.
1: Or like $150. Yeah. However, that level of detail applied to literally anything else in the show would be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, this is how gangs work. This is how schools and politics and newspapers and humans work. Right. Like, this is how municipal we should work. we should expect this. Yeah, in terms it's just, of the guitar. but it's
2: like, it's, but that's a prop person, right? You prop think. people are supposed to have like care well, and
0: like, yeah. Often there's so much like weird, subtle care and attention to detail with that sort of stuff. Yeah, their book guy is not their guitar
1: guy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it, it it was clear to me, or at least it felt like. It was a budgetary limitation, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, because like probably, they couldn't
1: probably probably no one on the crew had a really they couldn't guitar.
2: afford that guitar or like they well, couldn't rent it's, it. It's
1: not the line producer is not going to be like I'm going to sign off on you spending an extra ton of money to have like a more authentic cool guitar when we when when one of our crew just has a guitar in his yeah. car um like even though we have all the money like the network will not let me spend a ton of money on that detail
2: um so we wound up with a guitar that john and i are just like ooh, no (laughs) (laughs) um so you're right we're past that it they haven't been doing that shit um it's been it's been better i mean
1: they just season two has a lot of money to throw around yeah
2: we have money to spend on god on like Shot by shot horror movie remakes,
1: and by yeah. this metric,
0: I am expecting season three is going to have even more of a budget. So look forward to the mess that makes. S- yeah, because so like indoors. sometimes
1: restrictions sometimes sometimes a restricted palette is good for an artist, and I fucking feel like Roberto Aguirre Sacasa falls into that very squarely. He starts um, George Lucasing himself real fast. I am worried about that actually a lot. And like, God, they're going to make a, a show, The Continental, in the John Wick universe, and Riverdale is going to have a higher budget. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> anyway, my weekly weird, is that what we're at? Yep. Yep. My weekly weird is, without hesitation, the reaffirming of the canonicity of Tales from the Dark Side. Fair. Fair. There has never been a Weekly Weird that destroyed me more comprehensively than that. I can't even begin to handle the implications of that. And I just have to immediately write it off again, even though it directly affected the events of this episode. Because I can't. It's a lot to grapple with. I can't live in that world where those things actually happened and matter.
2: But it's yeah. real.
1: <sighs> like, yeah. No, I don't even have words. I don't
2: know. Like, Sabrina's tears. <laughs> so... So I I don't know it works for me.
1: We don't. Yeah, I'm curious at how how much those are going to overlap now that they're not on the same network anymore. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, Netflix I, nec- Netflix and CW play very well together, but they're still not the yeah, same network. I think that, so. Like that changed things. Which yeah, is yeah, I expect we're going to maybe get some references, but I don't think we're going to get cameos or anything. Which makes me oh, it, it makes me sad. sad.
0: But I'm still very excited for it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean it's still it's it's still more content for us. <laughs> so um that that was that was chapter 30 that was the new titans. um until next time you know we've been river do's and river don'ts <laughs> thanks for coming on this crazy ride with us and check all the corners of your home for evil nuns yeah <laughs> we gotta get there's
0: a bunch of nuns coming we gotta get out of here
1: <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> especially in dark corners and like poorly lit coat racks be very, like very careful. Like, they're really careful. good at just blending in to that.
2: Don't look into their eyes.
1: Yeah. Don't. They'll transfix you and Dementors kiss mm-hmm. you. Just beware because
0: they are incredibly sensitive and they have a massive aggro range. <laughs>
1: okay. We'll see you guys later. ah
0: <sighs> <sighs>